Welcome into another edition of The World According to Sparky. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer here, Andy Spitzer over there. Kay Boris is here, and friend of the show Steve joins us now here on The World According to Sparky. And uh, his kid, uh, Alex, uh, plays on the Oak Creek Junior Knights baseball team, our 12-year-old's baseball team, and uh, goes by the nickname of Pasta. Uh, but his real name is Alex, and uh, we love Steve. Uh, he Wait. was our... Uh, Guy that threw for the home run derby when we were at Field of Dreams I was in gonna, Iowa. I was going to ask if he was on that trip with you. Oh, yeah. He was on the trip, and he threw for the home run derby at Field of Dreams. And uh, before we get into why Steve is here, let, let's relive it a little bit. How did how did things go on that uh, pitching of the home run derby, Steve? I thought I pitched really well. Unfortunately, did not yield the results. Kids hit him, kids hit him hard. Uh, give him credit for hitting it hard, but uh, no home runs out of our group. No home runs out of our group, but they had fun. Steve definitely had a lot of fun. When he found out he was doing it, he was running around trying to figure out what the best way it was going to be. He was there to warm up and the whole deal. And Kay, of course, uh, was over there. You can hear Jackson in the background. Kay was back at the hotel. She didn't get to see Home Run Derby because they only had two porta potties at the Field of Dreams. So if you're going to the Field of Dreams to see it, it's a pretty cool deal, but there's only two porta potties. Does she didn't want not to work with potty training child. Not work with potty training child. It's okay, missed the whole thing. So, uh, so Steve ran into the same thing with the running out of food that you went on the big rant about on the big show. I don't know if he went to that concession stand okay. on uh, that Sunday night when we were there when they ran out of hamburgers at the concession <laughs> stand, uh, and I had to go up all the way to the other concession stand and then talk to that concession stand worker who was not aware that they were out. And then send somebody to bring stuff back down to the other concession stand. <laughs> oh, that was a fun time. Feel the Dreams tournament. Uh, they did send out an apology, though, so that was nice. Okay, let's talk about why Steve is here. Okay, so you're here because on this show, uh, this podcast, we normally only talk about Disney World. And because Andy's on the podcast, we talk about Disneyland, too. Yep. So from, from that standpoint, we pretty much got it covered, right? Because Andy's a Disney Vacation Club member, so he's always traveling, going somewhere, single, he has, has nobody else in his life other than Mickey. So that's, that's what he does. <laughs> that's not a bad person to have no, in your life. No, it's totally cool. I'm fine with it. Got We're no a little problems. envious. Right. Steve's got a family. He's got mouths to feed and so forth. He can't do it as much. But you did just get back from Universal. Did get back from Universal just a few days ago. It was, uh, it was a great time. I've been to Disney uh, in 2015. That was our first trip there at uh, Disney World. Land in California in 2012, I believe. Um, so let's try something different. And uh, Jill, my wife, she comes up with Universal Studios. I said, let's great Orlando. I love the hot weather. Um, they don't as much, but I love it. So let's you give and Kay would get along great. She loves the hot weather as well, <laughs> and the rest of us don't so much. Right. Uh, it was uh, it was a trip. It was uh, five four park days, five nights, and uh, we had a blast. You stayed on premises, right, at one of the her hotels? That's right. We stayed at Cabana Bay. Okay. The mm. name of our hotel. It's kind of a retro 50s, 60s, um, you know, the furniture, the, the pastel colors. Oh, wow. That's things. the one I showed you yesterday that right. I got an email Online. for. Yep. Yep. And comfortable. Um, easy access. All the doors are, it's not a hotel. It's more of a kind of a slight motel feel because all the doors are, everything's outdoors. Okay. You know, there's no indoor hotel doors. Okay, that's not horrible. Everything faces the outside. No, not at all. In fact, I prefer it not being at the end of a giant long hallway. Yep. Um, uh, to just to get to my room, I can be outside. And when you stayed at Disney World at Magic Kingdom, did you stay on property there, or did you rent a house or something? We did not stay on 
you stay on property there? Because Disney on property obviously can be very expensive, as we all know, and we've all talked about on this show how expensive Disney on property can be. And Kay just came across a thing, what was it, yesterday, about how they have this huge sale going on for Universal Hotels for like 115 bucks or whatever a night mm. for these Universal Hotels and then the tickets and everything else. And we were both blown away. We were like, holy cow, this is this is you know, less expensive Club. than staying at a house or whatever the case may be. Just stay at the Universal Hotel, get the tickets, and then if they have shuttles that go to Disney, you can still mm-hmm. do the Disney experience. Yeah, like yeah, in Sam's Club right now, as you buy two days, get three days free for Universal. Think nice. about that. Two days of tickets and get three days tickets free for Universal. When are we going? No, you're not going. Something <laughs> similar for us. We, right. had, we had four days, and we booked for four days. It was cheaper than booking three days. Right? Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> so that. take the extra day. Right. All right, so then you you get there, you check into the hotel. I'm assuming everybody likes the hotel. They got a huge pool and all that stuff, right? Yeah, lots of uh, outdoor you know, outdoor bar, outdoor pool, plenty of space, plenty of chairs. Not overly crowded when we got there. It was a Sunday night, so we looked at the pool and it wasn't very right. crowded. So, but not much to do on Sunday evening. Unpack, have some Absolutely. dinner, snack. Um, How close to the parks are you from that hotel, or are you having to take a shuttle or something to get there? You don't have to take a shuttle. Uh, if, you, if you walk, and they have a dedicated, and I want to say I remember the name of it, but they have a dedicated path, like a garden walk path mm. from City Walk, which is... Which is of, like their Disney Springs. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Um, and to Cabana Bay, and I'm not sure in relation to the other hotels, it's a 20-minute walk. Oh, that's good. Get your steps and you've got to fit it. You can do, do that. that. Otherwise, yeah. you find the shuttle, which is you know right outside the lobby, running all the time. I mean, we never waited more than ninety seconds for a shuttle. <laughs> wow, that's uh, a little bit different than Disney. Forty-five minutes, bit yeah. Than and, Disney. and uh, and the shuttle ride is six minutes. Oh, buddy, nice. So far, Advantage Universal. So far, <laughs> we'll continue on the journey. Okay, so what do you do first? What park did you hit first? Um, there are two parks there. There's Universal Studios, the original, and then there's something called Island Islands of Adventure. And that's Six Flags. Uh, Lots of roller coasters. Right. Some roller coasters. Didn't see a lot of those. The kids aren't into them. <sighs> Yours I was, either? I was, I know. It's so, I'm like, uh, hey, Logan let's go Alex, on no the wonder they get together. I'm telling you right now, Steve, I'm going to tell you something right now. And this doesn't, does, doesn't matter to Andy. This doesn't matter to anybody else listening to the podcast. It only matters to you, to Kay, to myself. We had this conversation in Iowa. You weren't at the table. I think you were actually being doing your parental duties, unlike us at this point. But <laughs> we were having this conversation with the coach of the team, uh, Andy, yep. and we agreed that there has to be an adult-only trip down to Disney, Universal, and all that stuff. That has to occur. A parents-only trip. Everybody's got to find babysitters and... That way you can go drink an well, Epcot. Let's get them in the Labor Day Classic and pay somebody to watch yes, the kids. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just think that has to happen because now you're telling me, they because we can't go on roller coasters because the 12 and 14-year-old won't go on roller coasters they, and the 3-year-old obviously can't. Yep, they just won't do it. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to have to Come on, guys. Let's, so, you, so you're planning an adult-only trip. Are you saying I'm not an adult? You're not I on the team. I'm not on, why <laughs> not? On the, you're not on the team. What, what team? What there team? There were tryouts. What team are you talking about? <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> Who knows what this will even happen if it happens. <laughs> All right. So anyways, so did you go to the original side first or right. the other we, one? We went to Universal Studios first. Um, and we went there first because if you stay on property, you get in an hour early. Beautiful. Um, so, no matter the day. Uh, 
that's a good question. I think it's every day. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's every day. So similar to Magic. So they open at 9 a.m. And you uh, get there at 8. Okay, fine. And you just evidence that you're staying on property, which means your hotel key. Yep. Um, so that works out pretty good. It's fairly, fairly empty. Although, that's only if you really want to get there early. I don't think the benefit of getting there in advance of everyone else uh, really paid off. You know, you're not okay. you're not avoiding a massive crowd at 8 a.m. versus 9 a.m. Did you do the pass that you can get for whatever it is, 100 bucks or whatever it is? Right. So with your tickets, in addition to your ticket pricing, you can buy what's called an express pass. And there are two levels of express pass. One where you purchase it uh, and you are allowed to ride um, uh, each ride once in the express line. Right. You want to upgrade from there, you get the Express Unlimited, and you ride every ride as many times as you want Express Line. Did you hear what he said? I did. Let's all pay attention. He said okay. every ride. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. As mm-hmm. long as they have Express available, which I'm, I don't remember one off the top of my head that didn't have an Express Pass available. Okay. So you got the Express Pass, and did you go with that option, or did you we, wait Yes. In line? We went Express Unlimited. There you go. It was... $80 per person. And how long did you actually wait in line with the Express? Maximum wait that we waited was 17 minutes hmm. versus a regular line time of 75. Yep. Hmm. So it's about an 80% time and it's savings. Unlimited, and unlike Disney, where you get three fast passes and that's it, and you can only use three fast passes within certain categories of the park and all this other stuff, and then I got to wait. As soon as I'm on my third one, okay, now let me go get another one somewhere else if there's any available. Otherwise, you're stuck waiting for the rest of the day. See, uh-huh. I'm sorry. At some point, Disney's going to figure it out and do what Universal's doing because you're already raising prices for parking. We did talk about that in the last podcast. You're raising prices for your annual passes. So they're raising prices across the board. They continue to raise prices on park. Why not just go to this? Just eliminate the fast pass or keep the fast pass and create another line where you can use this express pass version to where you can avoid this. Because again, there's a lot of people that aren't going to pay that much money because now you're spending what? Like 200 bucks a person? Um, With the $80 and well, then the park right ticket, yeah, approximately. it's like 200 bucks yeah. per ticket. And family of four, that's like 800 bucks that you're spending for one day at the park. And you brought up on the last podcast, would you spend $900 mm-hmm. for one ticket to get in? No, I'm not spending $900 for one ticket. 200 is kind of high, though. But 200 is kind of high, and that's why those lines weren't as long. Right. Because not every, we didn't do it. When we went, Kay and I literally said, uh, no, we're not doing it. And then when we got inside Universal, this was, what, two years ago? When we got inside Universal, I'm like, dude, there's nobody in these express lines, Kay. There's mm-hmm. nobody. If we would have spent the money, we would have waited in no lines, and we just kept going on and off rides, on and off rides, whichever rides you want to go on. See, to me, But I Logan think, wouldn't go on really anything, so. Well, yeah. no. Okay, right. You got the 12-year-old that can ruin it for you. But, right. I mean, for the most part, though, if you're into the universe and you like the old school rides, yeah. then, man, it's... I don't know. I think two, it's totally $200 worth it. a ticket. You wouldn't have money to eat or do anything else. Well, you let's know, find out matter. what they did. Okay, Steve, go ahead. So did you think it was worth it? Um, from a time savings perspective, without question, yep. you would not uh, have to have an express pass. I mean, you get you go on the ride basically twice in a row if you really, really love it. You just turn right around, go right wait, back a, on. wait another seven minutes, yep. and then get on it again. I'm telling you. Um, the time savings way worth it for me yeah absolutely so okay so we know the express thing seems to be a good like a good play what did you think of the overall experience 
of that compared to say Magic Kingdom? I was I was uh, from a rides perspective, I was surprised at the lack of I don't know I don't want to say actual rides, but when you go to Great America and you see fourteen roller coasters, and that's not what you see at Universal. I was surprised. Nope. It's all kind of tracks and cars and you know multi-person cars, be it four or sixty-four. Some cases, yep. you, you get into a car and you watch a screen, put some glasses on, and and while I think those are really cool, I was just taken aback by like, oh, well, there's the Hulk, and there's that one that starts vertical, and then that's kind of it. You know, Spider-Man and Fast and Furious and um, all these other, and those are islands of rides. adventure. That's no, not even the actual Universal old side, right? Right. You've um, got like ET and the Jimmy Fallon experience and stuff like that on the old side. Oh. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm mixing up my parks. But uh, the old school Harry, the Harry Potter ride. I don't know if you did that. The Harry Potter ride on the old school side of Universal. The new, the Islands of Adventure Harry Potter one. I didn't do. Uh, but the old one on the old side, that is a cool ride. Because yes, you have 3D glasses, but you're also zipping around. Easily my favorite ride. Yeah. Um, of the entire both parks, uh, without go. question. I went on it maybe five days, eight or nine times. Ah, it's awesome. And, it's a great ride. And daughter loved it. It's, it's Harry, the whole Harry Potter experience was worth it alone. That alone for the kids, that right. made it absolutely worth it for them. So now I'm, I'm questioning something. So that this was day one. So now day two, right? How does that work then? So because they have that shuttle or whatever, they, what do they call that in Harry Potter? What's the thing that takes Hogwarts you? Hogwarts Express. There you go. Express. Thank you. And you said you weren't a Harry Potter guy. <laughs> I'm Hog, not. Hogwarts <laughs> Express. So they got that in between the two sides, right? right? So did you get to ride that at any point? We did get to ride that because we had the dual park or you know, the park hopper passes. Sure. To use a Disney term. There. Right. Um, and you have to have that dual mm-hmm. park pass ticket. To do it. To do it. Absolutely right. Not that get, I knew. You cannot so, use the train to get across to the other Harry Potter. Fine. Correct. You want to talk ticket prices now. You ever look at what a park hopper costs? Well, hold so, on. He's here. He's here. Well, I'm just saying. Hold on. You want to you want... defend Disney. I understand. <laughs> I understand. So if you're a Harry Potter fan and, you know, the only way to go on Hogwarts Express is if you have a park hopper and ticket, which is like $150, $200. So... Pack of four, it's a thousand dollars just to go between the two things, just to ride the train. Bots. They gouge you. But everybody that I've talked to that's been on it says it is worth the price of admission and paying the money because they, they said it's they, amazing. They have a train at Disney World. Nah, it's not the same it's thing. It's the same it's thing. Not the it's same not thing. a train. No, it's not the same oh, thing. Whatever. No, it's not. Steve, tell they you get on you get on the train and it's like you're standing in the movie when it arrives. Uh, you know, just it. So very, you know, you walk through the platform. There's actually a screen uh, when you walk in. You walk through a hallway, except it's a screen, so it looks like when you take a picture from the other side, it looks like you're walking through the wall, like amazing. nine and three quarters. So it's amazing. So it's it's really great. And then you get inside, and then there's, uh, and there's screens on the inside. There's characters, character right. shadows talking to you, and. And uh, outdoor things that you're supposed outdoor right that you're supposedly uh, watching. See, and guess what? Quick five minutes some, too. I got some breaking news for you, okay. Mr. Spitzer. I yeah, got some go breaking ahead. news. Go ahead, come on. Do you know what Disney said to this? What Disney said? We're gonna copy it. 
You want to know how we're going to copy it? We're going to create a hotel in Star Wars land. That's going to make you think that you're still in Star Wars. We're going to copy it. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to have gondolas. They're going to go back and forth, right? And guess what? They're free. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. I bet you we haven't been on the gondolas yet, but if they were smart, they would have similar technology inside the gondolas. So there's screens up with characters that welcome you in and talk to you and that whole deal on the ride. If they're smart. It's Disney. Sometimes they mess up. But if they were smart, they would do it. But the Hotel Star Wars thing, that came from our guys over at Universal Studios. That's what it appears to me. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Ah, yes, I got one. Okay. But so far, so good, Kay. I'm doing pretty good. But you're, How's Jackson? Good? No. Okay. So, we're, <laughs> so you're asking me to spend $200 to ride a train from a film franchise that I don't care about. And they don't care about you. To be perfectly clear, they don't care about you. There's enough Harry Potter fans worldwide that are going to pay the $200 and go on it and go on it again and again. And Because I would assume, Steve, that people were getting on it and riding it multiple times. Uh, abs- absolutely. I'm, they might have just turned or, you know, can't quite turn around because you have to check in again to right. make sure you can go back to the other park. But, yeah, I the train was not always full, but always people. Always people on it. Forth. Always. All right, so that was day one was Old Side Universal. Then did you go to Islands of Adventure day two? That we did. We did go to Islands of Adventure. And man, getting up, pounding the pavement is was the hardest part of this whole vacation for right. me. Um, get in shape, man. Um, so that's where all the superhero stuff is. Some of the bigger rides, the, the roller coasters, the Hulk, Spider Man. Yep. Um, what else is over there? Um, this is all roller coasters. It's like Six Flags. Yeah. Yeah, and so the the ride where you strap in at the bottom and it just shoots you straight in the air about 90 feet. You didn't do that either. I did do that. Oh, you did? I did do that. I managed to get on a ride and just kind of left the kids, you know, Jill and I, we're going on this. Right. It's going to take, you know, 10 minutes, wait here. Yeah, we did Uh, that. (laughs) We did that. Did we do that? We went on Haunted Mansion. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. We went on Tower of Terror, and we told the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old to stay with the 3-year-old right here, and we're going to go on. We come down. The 14-year-old is furious because the 12-year-old, Logan, on the baseball team, left him and went off by himself. And what did he do? He went on Rock and Roll Roller Coaster. Single rider. By himself, himself. single rider. (laughs) See ya. So now we're looking around Hollywood Studios, and thankfully I remember him telling me he was going to do it, and I told him not to stay here with your brother. So I was like, I bet you money he's over here. So I come walking over there. I get right where they let off, and sure enough, here he comes walking off the ride telling me how great it was. So don't have kids. No, you can have kids. No, you can have kids. That's what you said. Just when they're 12 and 13, give them to somebody else. And wait for them to turn 14 and say, the worst. 12 12 and 13 is the worst. This is two now, and both at 12 have stunk. Okay, and, and well, with Logan's case, sometimes physically Where too. Where would you put him for two years? I, I don't know. They could boarding school. Oh, they need okay. to go yeah. to boarding school. Oh, right. make friends with Uncle Andy because when you're 12, you're going to live with him. <laughs> uh, okay, so that that was that side. So from your standpoint, which side did you like better? Ah, uh, that's that's a really really good question. We spent more of our time at Universal Studios, um, and and Islands of Adventure was was fine i don't know i I had more i guess i had more experience more memorable experiences at universal okay fine so that's good i like that but you didn't get to see the farting troll no i (laughs) i've seen that i was hoping you would get to see the farting troll i've heard of it but i did not see that now what about the new harry potter ride Uh, 
that was open first day, the last day we were there. Okay. So our fourth day at the parks, that was the day it opened. So naively, we thought, hey, let's just, we'll get up a little early and we'll go. Okay. Alex wasn't feeling well that morning. I stayed back with him. Jill and my daughter went. Um, they left at like 7.30. Park doesn't even open until like 9. Mm -hmm. so we left at 7.30. Let's get there early. They probably arrived at 7.50. The first thing they say is the new, it's Hagrid on a motorcycle. Right. Yep. I, I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, Hagrid's Magical Motorbike Adventure. Well done. <laughs> Pretty good. He read That's, that off of his brain. I saw his eyes <laughs> go to the ceiling. That's really good. That's good. You get to the park, and the first thing the guy says is, the wait is 10 hours, and the line starts right here. Yeah. That's how it starts. But you have the Express. But, what about the Express Pass? Zero Express available. They just turned that off. Was that the my only ride where you couldn't use the Express? To my knowledge. That yeah, was the only brand one. Brand new first day. They're not letting anybody but he get in the Express. treatment at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And to my knowledge, it still is not an Express ride. So now this is what happened. So he tells me this. I'm livid. Because if I'm buying a pass and you're not telling me that I can't use it, I'm going to be hot. But apparently, they never even got into the park to get to this point. They were already at a 10-hour wait, and they were there, what, uh, hour and 15 uh, minutes? Yeah, right. before the park. Clearly, not open. enough people were camping. Okay, so, fast forward, news comes out this week, that now they've decided that, you know what, we're not going to open this ride until noon because we're sick of having all these people here early in the morning and staying late at night. We have no time to do any type of maintenance on this ride that we're supposed to be doing daily maintenance on this ride. So now it doesn't open until noon. So now what they did was smart. Now you can come at 9 o'clock and wait in line for three hours if you want. They spun it. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kay. They've spun it by saying, now you can enjoy other rides in our park for the first three hours and Correct. then come spend the rest of your day waiting in line for this one. Yep, that is how they did it. That's how they're spending it. Now, Andy. Awful. My buddy. <laughs> you tell me, how long are you willing to stand in a line to go on a ride? Depends what the ride. What's the ride? But I thought Pandora's six-hour wait was I'm obnoxious. Not I'm not doing that for no. Pandora. Pan well, because you know what it is. But this ride, okay, tell them about this ride. Because Steve didn't go on it. Um, It goes up to 50 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And I've you, seen like the track layouts. Yeah, and stuff. you go forwards and backwards, and one person rides the motorcycle. There's another person in a sidecar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is definitely better than Pandora. And I believe it's also 3D. Correct. And it's themed after Harry Potter, so I don't care. But if but, I told you it wasn't Harry Potter, say it was The Incredibles, same type of deal. That's a different, fine. Then okay. I'm in. But okay, I how long? Hey, but I don't know Star Wars. I don't care to watch Star Wars, but I'm super so excited to go see this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Two hours just for like the novelty of hey, this is new. That's and it. And I can go, yeah, I'm not going to wait three hours for something. Steve, how long are you willing to wait as an adult? He said two hours. I started shaking my head. There's just no way. I'm in line. <laughs> not for the novelty. Um, you know, I, oh, look, it's the first day. I got to stand in line. Obviously, eight or ten. Ridiculous. But even two. Hey, man, I, hold on. I'm, hold on. Now, I know he can see me. So just somebody tell me if he falls over over there, okay? Story time with Sparky, right? That fool, Andy Spitzer, and this fool, here, me, we got up at like 4, 4.30 <laughs> in the morning. We I know where you're going to the <laughs> Ikea Grand Opening in Oak Creek. We were in line by 5, 5.30. We stood outside. Outside we stood for three and a half hours. 
Four hours, something like that. Why? Not because he'd never been to an Ikea. Not because I'd never been to Ikea, because we've both been to Ikea. I've been to that Ikea twice before the grand opening and shopped there already with Kay. With special invitation, invite only once, whatever. We went because we wanted a chance to win a $1,000 gift card at Ikea. We were like number 70, 75, something like that in line. They drew these numbers out of a big twirling barrel up on a stage with the mayor and all this other stuff of Oak Creek. It was like numbers 950, 960. Those people that won got there at about 830. 830. We've been there for three hours before those people arrived. But he won't stay in line more than two hours for a damn ride where you know you're going to be entertained. I would like to tell this story from my perspective if you don't mind. Okay, he says to me, hey, would you like to go to the grand opening of Ikea? This was the previous day. I said, sure. So what time do I got to get there? Well, pretty early, like 5.30 a.m. we should probably meet. Okay, so I get there, huge line of cars, and I'm like, well, the the store must be opening like 6. He says, no, the store is actually opening at like 9, so we got like a couple hours to kill. So he tells me none of that ahead of time. So I don't you're, know what he's talking about. You're, yes, you do. I got I the text to prove it. Absolutely. I don't know what he's talking about. But either way, so he stood in line, my point is, for three hours. Not knowing I was going to ahead of time. But anyway, you could have gone. You could have walked out, but you were going to leave your boy. So you sat there and you dealt with it. We had a band playing out there, the whole deal. Case mom showed up. She came over and stood and talked to us and the whole deal. So I was at home in bed. (laughs) Now, I got to tell you something. I think if you're universal at this point, you've got to come up with a special pass for that ride and just put a dumb number on it. Yeah. Just put a dumb number on it. Disney does. So if, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's uh, what did you say it was for the Express Pass? hundred bucks, hundred fifty. Uh, I was unlimited eight, Express. It was eighty per person. Express unlimited, right? Yes. On top of so, so if you want to go on that ride, right? Unlimited, it's three hundred bucks. On top of your park price to get in, and that does not include any other ride in the park. Just that ride. Guarantee you. They'd fill it, they'd sell it out. And you only have a limited amount throughout the day. We're only giving out a hundred of these during the day, and that's it. If you want one, be here when the park opens. We're gonna sell out a hundred, and that's it. After a hundred, we're done. Because you don't want that line to be super long all day long, or whatever the case may be, where these people aren't gonna be able to get on the ride and have to wait as long as everybody else because they sell too many of these things. So a hundred throughout the course of a day should be plenty. Or fifty available at nine a.m., fifty more available at one in the afternoon. This are your morning rides, here are your afternoon riders. And do something like that. I'm all about making people money. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So you obviously didn't get on that ride. So did what else did you do on your vacation as we wrap up your vacation? Um, did you get to Disney Springs? We did not get to Disney Springs. We, you know, when him. when it was she down when it was downtown Disney. Um, we were there you know, during our Disney vacation in 2015, so it was okay. Um, we didn't we weren't there a long time. They do not have. There's no shuttle service between Disney and Universal. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. None Competition. Of and when I saw somebody ask a driver, uh, the driver looked at him like he was crazy. So you had to Uber it. That uh, was the only way you were going to get there, though. Mm-hmm. That was the only way we were going to get there, and we did not get there. Uh, we spent our last. Um, you can do you can do Universal in if you really pound a pavement, and I mean just keep on pushing through. You can get it all done in two days for sure. Um, you know, we, we were there four days and kind of glad we did so that we can relax one day, one extra day, you know, two days, keep going, relax a day and then review on a fourth day. 
just, hey, what did you like the most? Let's do all of yeah, that again. For sure. Um, and so that was, so we, I mean, we spent a lot of time in, in Harry Potter. Like the, the, my daughter's really into it and, and Alex enjoys it. Right. Um, so we spent a lot of time there. Did you eat there? Those things. Um, yeah, we, we ate, you know, specifically Harry Potter. Yeah. Universal. In the Harry Potter space. Uh, we did. There was a, there was a restaurant called Three Broomsticks. Okay. Um, that we waited in line like 45 minutes just to get in. <laughs> Dude, Harry Potter is crazy. And, you don't understand. Yeah, I know. And, that and that, that was, stuff is nuts. That was surprising. I wasn't, uh, so I was hoping for a better experience right. there from a food perspective right. after waiting 45 minutes, but it's like, oh, like all the other universal food, turn it up. But then you, you got to have the. But you got to have the. What is it? The butter beer. Butter beer. Yeah, I was yeah. just right. about to ask about that. Yeah, we had that when we were yeah. there because we ate it in was there like too. It's like in a frosted yeah. mug. Yeah. Yeah, you can get it. Uh, it's a, it comes as a souvenir mug, or you can get it in a cup. And yeah. Tastes like caramely cream soda with. Yeah, that's about right. Something like that. Yeah, like butterscotch. Um, Way too sweet for me. Kids love oh, it. Oh, kids love it. Yes, no <laughs> doubt. Yes, for sure. Love it. All right. So now as we wrap this thing up because I think we've been talking for about a half hour. Um, if we compare Universal to Magic Kingdom to Disneyland, because he's been to all three now, Andy, rank them for you, um, not for your kids, for Steve, for me, the adult. Um. Wow, that is that is that's really hard. Uh, I will say they all have their, they all have their good stuff. I mean, I I enjoyed the Harry Potter stuff at Universal. I enjoyed Disneyland in California, being able to walk eight seconds to the other park and go mm-hmm. to the other mm-hmm. side. Um, Andy talks about that all the time, and, and I mean, it's the, so that's a fantastic feature. Um, the spread outedness of Disney World is a detractor for me. You know, saving time is a big thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, quality of the parks is very high. So I guess if I have, you know, trying to come up with a ranking in my head and talking over it here, I'll say Universal 1, Disneyland 2, Disney World 3. Woo! Eddie's happy. He got Disneyland 2. I thought that he was going to be 3 for sure. So here's what I've learned about Universal in this show. They're going to charge you a couple hundred dollars, and you're not going to be able to get on the, on the current rides. If you really like Harry Potter, it's you're, one ride. It's one you're going ride. to spend you're going to spend five hundred dollars just to board a train oh to God. take you round trip between the two parts. And like, have you seen what's at Universal lately? The the Minion ride. Who cares? So it's like all the all the great memories I have as a kid, like going on the King Kong ride and the Jaws ride, gone. We're gonna replace it with Jimmy Fallon races his desk around yeah, New York right, City. Yeah. Who cares? But, Waste of money. Now listen, okay, I can kind of get down with that. Like for me, the Hanna Barbera ride was amazing, yeah, right? That was gone. our favorite ride, Universal. That's gone, right? So some of these that you're talking about are absolutely true. Like I get down with what you're saying. There still is something about going to Universal. I mean, I don't know. What is it? I, I just love it. I, I love we what? went. What even do you Logan, love about it? Even Logan, who I thought going into twelve year old probably wasn't going to enjoy it as much as the 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 Disney World lands, dude. He was like wanting to take pictures with like everything that was coming out and about. He was taking pictures with all these different characters. Yeah. He had a ton of fun. Like he really liked it and talked about it. he wants to go back next time we go. So he even liked it at twelve. You are Disney hardcore. 
and I love you for it. That's why you're on the podcast, right? But, man, I get down Universal. But, in all fairness, Steve, we haven't been to Disneyland yet. He has, and he sells the heck out of it. Like, he should work for Disneyland. He's a great pitchman. So, he's trying to get us to go. You putting him to also helps. I would recommend Disneyland. Why Why do you say that? Especially for this guy. I need for Jackson? I need know. help selling him on Disneyland. Help me out. Um, we stayed, you know, I don't even know if they have on property. Um, Three hotels. Uh, they, we stayed off, walked 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and you know, just down the main drag. Good and, neighbor hotels, they're and, called. And, and, yeah, and they were yep. great. Um, the proximity of everything there mm-hmm. is great. I mean, the cars ride. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all of the, you know, as, as good as Harry Potter was replicated from an environment perspective, everything else Disney at Disneyland was replicated perfectly. Perfectly, yep. It was great. Um, kids loved it. Uh, and there's more the there to do just, for younger kids, you're saying? I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think they yep. would have a great time. Yep. You know, With the younger kids, like yeah. three, four years old, for five sure. years old. Yeah. For sure. Things for them to do. Steve, thank you so much for coming on. I don't you know bet. if you thought you'd be here this long doing this podcast, but I appreciate it. No problem. You Happy to be here. There he is. There's Andy. We're going to title this one. We talk universal and Andy gets bitter. <laughs> That's what the conversation is going to be. Not bitter, correct. Katie didn't talk much because she was dealing with our three-year-old Jackson in the uh, studio. We actually taped it in the mixed studio today, something different. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, very nice time. See Sparky Pfeiffer until next time on The World According to Sparky. Toodles.